Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. And yes, it's great to be back in the studio. Uh, I think it is over two and a half years since I was sat in front of you. It's normally over the phone, either in Dublin or in Escorty, so it's or on the road. Uh, okay. So it is good to be back in the studio and um, see face-to-face interviews and have face-to-face interviews. Okay, we have a number of issues. There are hot topics out there at the moment. First of all, perhaps one of the hottest is the situation at Dublin Airport, Paul. It's operating with 300 less security officers than it had in 2000. 2019, and they've nobody to train new staff members. How did the government allow this to happen? Well, Alan, uh, we've been through COVID-19 and the pandemic, and just uh, let me say, firstly, uh, that I commiserate anyone that was there last weekend because they see the pictures on social media and on, on television. And uh, Dublin Airport Authority is before the Oireachtas Committee in the afternoon to answer some of the questions. I don't blame the government for the management of uh, Dublin Airport Authority. These people are being paid very good salaries uh, to run uh, a state airport like a private company. They have been unable able to do that over the last number of months and one of the pertinent questions that I believe has to be asked um, in today's Oireachtas hearing and I spoke to the chairman of the committee this morning, Kieran Donnell, is who signed off on the redundancies? Did they think no one was ever going to have overseas travel uh, again. Was this a board uh, decision? Was it a management decision? Because certainly it did not become before uh, government. Uh, so I think the management, the CEO uh, and I would call on the CEO uh, uh, to look at his own position but I understand that he is already moving on to a different company. Mm-hmm. So there will be um, a new uh, CEO of Dublin Airport Authority but I think the board have uh, some very important questions uh, to answer uh, as well. They've been tasked uh, and they're being well paid uh, for the task that is ahead of them. Uh, certainly, uh, they failed last weekend. They failed over the last number of, of months. I understand that midweek travel is is okay, but definitely what happened uh, yeah. last weekend was an embarrassment to international visitors, uh, an embarrassment to our, our island, and it is absolutely should not happen again. And we will see what plans they have for this weekend. But let me say, Alan, to, to anyone who missed a flight last weekend to keep the receipts, uh, okay. If 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 they are to be in reimbursed either for, for a hotel accommodation abroad, either, either a local hotel in in Dublin, um, that they do make their claims, they keep the receipts, get in contact with the DEA, yeah. go onto their website, and uh, I understand uh, that um, that uh, the DEA are at that work at, at this time. Right, you preempted my th- third question actually which is what about people who have lost their flights and their holidays, what happens then? You've, you've answered that question but measures aimed at resolving the lengthy queues, are you confident that they will be sorted out today? Because I'm thinking of people in County Wexford who are, have waited maybe two and a half years for a welcome break, a holiday. Do you reckon it can be resolved today? Yes, it can be resolved. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I, I'm not as confident as what I should be about having it resolved by this weekend. Uh, I understand that instead of queuing inside, outside, that they'll be queuing inside. And uh, that that's not solving the situation. Um, albeit, the, the, the media mightn't be able to get the same photographs as they did outside. But definitely, what happened last weekend, under no circumstances, should that be allowed to uh, yeah. reoccur. Um, like it is, it's not unfortunate. It's a, it's a scandal that this was allowed to happen in the, in the first place. Before I move on, I just want to go back to, to, to the opening. You were very critical there of the, of the management of the airport. Do you accept that the government has played its part as well? Did you take your eye off the ball with this? Could you have done more as a government? No, Alan, absolutely not. Uh, 
the government appoints um, uh, the Dublin Airport Authority, the board of Dublin Airport Authority. This is run like a private company. These are people who are paid very high salaries, not just one or two, a group, a large number of people who are paid very good salaries. Mm-hmm. And they made a decision uh, to have a redundancy package, let it be voluntary, uh, I'm not sure, um, or, or in other ways redundant people. Uh, and I'm not sure who made that decision. Was it a management decision? Was it a board decision? Yeah. Like it wouldn't have to come before a cabinet meeting uh, for that decision. These people are paid very high salaries and I would call if they are unable for the job that they would reconsider their positions uh, and if they're I, I see where Dublin Airport Authority have won tendering for running other airports uh, have they taken their eye off the ball in running Dublin Airport when they've been concentrating on, on, on other airports across the world? Right, let's move on to uh, another issue. The MRI has been a red hot talking point here in County Wexford and I'll come on to that in just a second but it's also been noted that you attended a racing event in Punchestown hosted by the Gambling sector last week, or it was in the paper last week in the Irish Daily Mail, where you were provided with a two-course meal and a free bar throughout the day. Can you confirm you were at the event, Paul, and why you accepted the invitation? Well, Alan, yes, on Thursday, the 28th of April, I attended a corporate event in Punchestown hosted by the Irish Bookmakers Association. I've done it before and will do so again. Uh, I didn't um, take any of their hospitality at the bar because I was driving that day. I deal regularly with the Irish Bookmakers Association. Um, I have met with uh, the GAA, the FAI, Racing, um, horse racing associations. I believe that horse racing in County Wexford alone, let alone the island of Ireland, is a very important economic driver here. Mm. And I will continue to support it and make absolutely no apologies for supporting it whatsoever. So you don't uh, regret going to the event? Absolutely then? don't regret going to the, to the event. And I Do you feel compromised by being at the event? I absolutely don't feel compromised one bit by being at the event because the Irish Bookmakers Association is not just about gambling, it's about responsible gambling. I've done a huge amount of this area. Maybe I haven't gloated about it enough, like other politicians might do. Uh, I've worked very quietly in the background of MITGA, um, the FAI, Irish Horse Racing, the IBA and other organisations, sporting organisations, because gambling is a huge issue and I will be supporting every piece of the gambling legislation that will come before the Dáil as the government will bring this legislation okay. through the Dáil over the next uh, number of, of, of weeks. Right. And I, I think it is important that um, uh, the IBA themselves albeit uh, albeit they they represent uh, the Bookmakers Association the Mm. Bookmakers Association have responsibility here around gambling and and I will work with them Uh, I was part of um, a group that uh, secured millions of euros from the Bookmakers Association going into a voluntary organisation to promote responsible gambling and it's something that I'm very very proud to have worked on Look your response to journalist Craig Hughes from the Irish Daily Mail when he he questioned you is said to have been I'm not squealing on anyone else who was there why if you feel you didn't do anything wrong, Paul. Why were you determined to keep it secret and not squeal on who else was there? Well, that's up to the journalists themselves to find out. Journalists are well paid for doing a job. But you uh, can a- could you answer the question for me? No, no. Well, no, that's my, I'm answering the question, Alan. I'm, I'm saying journalists are well paid to do their job, to do their own investigation work. It's not for me to tell them who was there or who wasn't there, what we had, what we didn't have. Like, he had a story. I, I, with the way, when he, when he gave me the preamble of the interview, he had a lot of the stories, so there was no use me giving them any more information. Um, um, it was quite interesting that uh, this was to be on primetime television last week and they dropped it because the scene has a total non-story um, mm. and um, it wasn't covered in any of the weekend papers bar the Irish Mail on Sunday uh, none of the big national papers covered this this is an absolute total non-story people tried to blow it out of the water they thought it was going to be a repeat right. of Golfgate the politicians were going to have to resign and be accountable I absolutely put my hands up I was there 
Um, and you don't regret I it? Absolutely do not regret it. Um, I met a huge amount of Wexford people there who were involved in the racing industry who pump millions of euros into the Wexford economy on a yearly basis and employ hundreds of people directly okay, and indirectly. But, 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 into, into and and you've stated that, Paul, but before I move on to the next item, I have to bring out the, the big point. Like, Minister James Brown was on with me. He confirmed that a ban on VIP events will be included in the forthcoming law to regulate gambling firms. He said he would not have attended. Uh, I believe... Uh, um, Pascal uh, Donahue also said he would not have attended and bear, this has to be my final question is bearing in mind that gambling addiction is a huge issue in this country and is ruining people's lives how can you sit in the studio with me this morning and, and I'm not saying totally row in with it but like I, I find that hard to believe, hard to understand this but morning, Alan, gambling gambling is a massive issue here, do you accept that? Uh, this, this, and Alan, this is why I go back to my one of my original points, that I've worked very closely with the IBA about responsible gambling. I've met the GA, met horse racing, met the FAI, met many other sporting organisations about gambling, uh, responsible gambling. I actually have people from Northern Ireland coming in before the Rockers Education Committee, which I chair, to talk about gambling, to talk about responsible gambling. Mm. Gambling is, 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 uh, people um, say it's a terrible thing. Yes, it is. But if you're responsible about it, it it is, if, if gambling is that bad, we should close down all the bookie shops right across the country. Okay, I have to move on, Paul, just to, to conclude and just to, to reiterate what Minister of State James Brown has confirmed that a ban on VIP vins will be included in a forthcoming law to regulate gambling firms. So it's not going to be an issue anymore because you simply won't be able to go to it. So we move on to the next issue is uh, the MRI scanner. You've been a member of the government for over 11 years. Why are we still waiting for a public MRI scanner and how long more is this going to take? First of all, Alan, I will say is to thank the people of County Wexford who have donated um, thousands of euros uh, towards this. This is in the HSE service plan. Delighted to see it, along okay. with other issues, that 96-bed unit. Yeah, but uh, can you answer the question okay. for me, please? But on the, on the uh, uh, MRI scanner, is uh, m- money has been now provided for design. We'll go to planning, um, uh, tendering and, and construction. And mm. I will absolutely um, continue to lobby to make sure... But you've had 11 uh, years, Paul. Uh, well, Alan, let me go back. Uh, when I came into government in 2011, this country was on its absolute knees. And look at uh, Minister James Riley came down to Wexford General Hospital at the time in opposition. Yes. He promised uh, um, a, a number of initiatives for Wexford General Hospital. He delivered on all of those initiatives for Wexford General Hospital, the new maternity, the A&E and everything like that. And we accept uh, and that, but can I move and, on? And, and, I'm, sorry and, now, I'm sorry now for interrupting you, but yeah. I have to move on because when I've spoken to James Brown and spoken to Malcolm Byrne, they've given me other aspects, which I appreciate and I, I think it's fantastic, but I mm. want to focus on the MRI scanner, Paul. Our MRI application was submitted at the same time as Kilkenny and Mullingar. Why are both of these projects so far ahead of ours? They're in construction, and we're still uh, we're still getting an assessment I, I, done. I, I, I don't I don't accept that uh, that uh, they're, they're, they're 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 ahead of us. But I, I but don't they accept, are sure they're being I don't accept I don't accept that they started at the very same time. But they, they are actually well ahead of us on 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 uh, design. They were absolutely well ahead of us on design uh, and uh, planning, and we're we're well ahead of us on different stages of of the process. Uh, and as part of that. 
where, where we are now at the moment, I went through the HSE service plan when it was published the week before last. Mm-hmm. Wexford have some very good news in it for Wexford. Uh, I don't want to, uh, yes, it's very important that we get the MRA scanner there. There is one in place at the moment, but we want to get our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a private company who was, who was providing the, the, the MRA scanner at the moment. We need to get our own. The people of Wexford have provided. But let me just that. clarify, Paul. Uh, both uh, applications, I'm led to believe the applications are within at the same time. Uh, Kilkenny and Mullingar are under construction. We are still at an appraisal stage. How does this reflect on the comparative ability of our TDs in County Wexford with the TDs in Mullingar and in Kilkenny? Well, maybe, Alan, there's different parts of um, um, Mullingar and Kilkenny. Well, I can assure you that we were well ahead of uh, Mullingar and Kilkenny in different aspects of, of, of the hospital. Maybe we fell behind on this issue, but, may, but one, one of many where we're ahead of them on, on many other uh, construction areas. It's not maybe, Paul. You did fall behind on this issue. You have fallen behind on this issue. I don't believe we've fallen behind, but I'm delighted that it is going for design at the moment. Money has been provided for that, and I hope that will be expedited, and I will lobby the Minister, continue to lobby the Minister and the Government on, on, on this matter. Uh, I'm delighted that I was able, while I was sitting at Government, uh, to be able to deliver for Wexford General Hospital, for um, health area in, in the in, in the Inescorti area as well, New mm-hmm. Amman Station. So, like, you know, yeah. we, there is positive, so I don't want to get down bogged down in the negative. Yes, uh, albeit we should be we should be further along the road, but we are at design. Um, there is a, a, an MRI scanner there at the moment, albeit that is provided by a private company, mm-hmm. and we do want to get our own. That is there for the people of Wexford who have provided thousands of euros. So right. a huge amount of volunteerism has gone into that, raising money. For and that. we accept and, all that, and, 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 and we, co- want, yeah. we want to get this uh, open as soon as possible. And I will continue to lobby the minister on the issue. Well. Uh, obviously, uh, there's something being done in a stronger uh, way in the in the likes of Mullingar and Kilkenny. But I want to move on to another aspect of this, and I mentioned it to James Brown yesterday. The project is set to cost in excess of 4.5 million. We have a, a total sum of 650,000, which includes the 250,000 we've referred to there from the Friends of Extra General Hospital, a hundred thousand for the scanner, and 300,000 for a cost-benefit analysis. Uh, where is the proof? that the remainder of the money will be provided, Paul? Well, I can assure you, Alan, the remainder, like every other project that went through Wexford General Hospital, uh, uh, like the A&E, uh, like the maternity unit, uh, the money was provided at all the different stages, and it was provided, it's built now, um, and you could have asked me the same question when the original HSE plan in 2011 or 2012 or 2012, uh, 2012 mm-hmm. uh, when the new maternity was first mentioned for uh, Wexford General Hospital, um, and the money will be provided. I've absolutely no doubt in the world about the money will be provided. Uh, the, the, the Department of Health works very differently from uh, other uh, departments. They, they they provide the funding at the different stages as it goes along. There's five different stages. From so you're assuring, our, you're assuring our listeners that the money will be provided. I have to move a- on. Abs- absolutely, I have Adam. to move on. If there is a change of government next year, I put this to Minister Brown yesterday as well, is the funding ring-fenced? Will the, will the money still be there? Oh, Alan, the money will be provided uh, for uh, okay. this government. Like maybe if 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 there's a different government, they might have uh, alternative uh, priorities. Uh, that's for, my wor- for, that's, for, a, that's for, our for, concern. But Alan, that is that is up to each other. That's up to every government. That's the democracy of the people. That I'm saying, while this government is in place, that that money will be provided uh, uh, at the different stages, and it will be built when we get to um, uh, planning and uh, the construction and tendering and everything like that. And the money will be provided. But there's no. 
doubt different government has different priorities and um, uh, I would hope that whatever government yep. replaced but Alan this government is not going anywhere uh, this government will run its full term and I'm very confident of that Right uh, look finally a new 70 bed unit Kilkenny was submitted as the same as Wexford's and that is now contracted but our 96 bed unit is just at appraisal stage so I will revisit my earlier question before I move on to some breaking news with regards to the post office to round off our chat how does this reflect on the comparative ability of our TDs I mean if we had pushed like Kilkenny and Westmead you and I wouldn't even be having this conversation here today Paul Well Alan I think you should uh, go back and revisit your facts because um, um, I've heard the same conversation uh, of uh, a deputy from uh, Kilkenny uh, giving out about their uh, bedded unit uh, Mm -hmm. that it wasn't where it should be uh, It's now contracted uh, and uh, and, uh, they wanted it to be further it should have been further along along the way than what it was and this is only in the last couple of weeks at one of our parliamentary party meetings um, and I, I would I would absolutely delighted that a 96 bedded unit in Wexford General Hospital if, although be it replacing some beds I understand yeah. uh, that it is included in the service plan and like the MRI scanner I will push this I will lobby the minister um, and I will at every given opportunity that I can to raise this issue to progress this issue for the people of, of County Wexford we all know uh, that the Wexford General Hospital have been a very hot topic for a long number of years uh, to the people of Wexford. A huge amount of politicians have put their shoulders to the wheel over the last number of years to get to the hospital to where it is. We have a very fine hospital. It is a very secure, the future of Wexford okay. General Hospital is secure with our rising population and we, w- we will make sure that we have our services there. Alright, look, I've expressed uh, the, the concerns uh, aired to me, uh, to you, and let the listeners decide. I have to round it off, but you have some breaking news hot off the presses, even before the embargoes breached, so it's a positive story to round off our conversation is to do with the um, post offices. So this is literally, we, we have it first here on the Morning Mix this morning. What's happening? Well, Alan, uh, I met the uh, Irish Postmasters Union a number of uh, weeks ago about uh, funding and about the future of uh, post offices and Ministers Dave Nocton, Hildegard Nocton will announce today a funding of €30 million Euro over three years to support a sustainable um, a post office uh, network. This is really um, welcome uh, news and what I will encourage people where they have post offices in their local localities that they use them. This is a three-year, 30 million, 10 million over each over um, uh, uh, three-year period, so 30 million uh, altogether. And this will make post offices viable. Um, And I know that government are looking at different models um, across the world of how to make uh, post offices more viable. Uh, But this is a breeding space to keep uh, post offices open. You will know that there was a voluntary buyout uh, over the last number of, of years uh, for post offices uh, but the government are engaging with the IPU, engaging with the with the post offices so now it is up to the government, uh, they have announced the 30 million so the government will sit down with the IPU and on post and how best uh, to deliver uh, this 30 million euro right into into the post office network on the ground uh, right across the country in the island of Ireland Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, news and your views.